0: Now, here's your host, founder and CEO of Optimist Futures, Matt Zimberg.
1: Hello traders, happy Tuesday. So a lot of people on the podcasting community always advocate to have more of a consistent um, schedule for podcasting and uh, I try to be consistent but sometimes my days are really busy And sometimes I don't have the right topic to talk about. So I just don't want to do a podcast just for the sake of a podcast. I really, truly want to give you valuable information and not just more information to overwhelm you with everything you're facing out there. But I'm going to try a new format uh, for um, our podcast. And uh, I want to try and do it on Tuesdays and Fridays. I'm gonna try and come up with creative topics and things that I come across and try to write it down more as I think about them or as I encounter throughout the day talking to other traders. So we're gonna have, um, again, try our best to um, load it on, Tuesdays and we're going to call it Magnificent Tuesdays at 6 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. And also we're going to have one on Fridays. So at 6 o'clock and we're going to call it Finally Friday. So we're going to have Magnificent Tuesday and Finally Friday. Okay, so let's start. So um, today's topic is trading. Is it an art or a science? So basically there are Many opinions out there, and many camps about this, um, whether it's an art or a science, and you know, and, and it's something that's been discussed a lot. I'm going to give you a little bit of a new perspective on it, hopefully. So, and and I hope that it would also help you in implementing your own methods and trading, and everything else. So, when people say something is an art, what they really refer to is some sort of a self-expression. Uh, when it comes to um, uh, artistic, you know, kind of ventures. So this is basically where you have a chance to express yourself, right? And science is more of very rigid rules. All numbers, rules, and that's it, right? So, and that's how it has to be. And it's just scientific in its nature. Well, my opinion that it's really an art form, that turns into a science. And let me explain the difference. So it's not an approach of, well, it's a little bit of both, or it's an art, or it's a science. It's a progression from art to science. And I think every trader should really um, look at it that way. So let me give you an example. Where is the um, artistic or, you know, the where there's no a lot of science. So first of all, understand when, there's, when you say something is 100% scientific, it means there's best way to do that, which is really not the case in trading. People can develop different methods, different approaches, and there's no best way to do it. Let's talk a little bit about, you know, what trading is, you know, where the science is not really there right? So for example, you have to know yourself. In order to know yourself, that's not a 100% a scientific approach. It's a lot of speculation of how you behave. So when you trade, it brings your strengths and it brings your weaknesses. And over time, you're learning to observe yourself, right? You're learning to see. I'm functioning well under this environment, or this is my weakness, or I'm becoming desperate. I'm adding money to losing positions, or I'm becoming impulsive. Um, or at the same time, you can, on the positive side, you can say, "I'm learning that I'm a lot more methodical than I thought. I'm learning that I'm a lot more disciplined than I thought." So again, it's a self-exploration process. Also, you develop. You you should develop habits that are very rigid when it comes to trading uh, when it comes to your habits so you really have to sit down there and kind of have a a self-talk and say you know what i have to change my habits around me i have to be more organized i have to be methodical i have to review what i do Um, i have to review it before the market starts i have to review it after the mark after the market closes so those are basically where you developing Discipline, right? You also have to um, have the ability to, to some degree, to understand crowd psychology, which involves both psychology and sociology. You know, and to just understand how crowds think in general. If you're looking at overbought and oversold areas, you know, you obviously want to recognize when the crowd panics, and. Obviously, in market meltdowns, investors, you know, in institutions panic. And at the same time, during good times, in my opinion, they become extremely euphoric. So, understanding this, you know, when does it happen? It's not a precise science. There is an art to it. Reading the markets, you have to basically understand the market sentiment at the time. You know, is it a market that's being scared? Is it a jittery market? Is it a market that is confident? Like I said, whether it's panic or euphoric. So you actually read the markets, you know, understand while integrating things such as crowd psychology. Um, reading your charts, when you read your charts, right, there's no precise science to support and resistance. There's no precise science to interpreting stochastics, moving averages, um, or anything like that. Yes, sure, price can, can be above or below a moving average, that's scientific. But at the same time, where do you go long? Where do you short? Where does the trend occur? What time, what time frame does it refer to? And those are those, a lot of things that you have to, in, again, interpret. Where does it get interesting? Where do you get the science of things here, right? So you have to evolve into the science. So like I said, it's an art that should turn into a science. So for example, once you establish your rules for trading then they become rigid rules. That becomes your science, right? It's not somebody else's science, it's your science. Once you have rules, that's where the science kicks in. So you say, okay, I'm going to go along here, I'm going to get out here, I'm going to, if I'm losing in a position, I'm going to get out here, and this is how I'm going to, on the other hand, maximize, you know, when I do have a good position. Once you establish um, those rules, that becomes a science, right? So you should be looking to making the, you should be constructing rules for your method, revision of your method, right? So when you basically, let's say, trade your method for six months, a year, a year and a half, and again, the longer you trade your method, the better, you can make better conclusions. Unfortunately, Many traders do not do that. Many traders trade for very short periods of time. Certain methods stop, apply another method, and, and so forth. And so that that's where the breakdown of the science occur, right? Well, I shouldn't say breakdown of the science. This is where the breaking of the science in your trading occurs, right? So again, prolonged periods of time, looking at your method, revision of your method, changing the rules in, in your method if necessary or slight adjustments that's scientific in its nature because going forward and, and again you know maybe the interpretation becomes a little bit artistic but the implementation afterwards becomes your method and that's what you stick with right Also re, as I mentioned before you know when you have when you're looking at charts and, and, and it, there is an art to it, you should look at things, for example, where's the probability of things to happen? But once you determined where is the probability, that's what you should stick with, and that becomes scientific. So you have a lot of flexibility, let's put it this way, in the beginning, in the form of self-expression as an artist, to create your rules, to what do I mean by that? You know, you can choose your time frames. You can choose the number of times you trade. You can choose the method that you trade. You can choose the days of the week that you trade. Anything which is individual, right? Anything which is really individual, that's where you have the ability to go in there and say, these these are the things that I feel comfortable with. And then you turn it into a science. You stick to those rules you stick to your discipline, you stick to your method, and in between there will be elements again of art coming into it when you revise things. What does happen most of the time when people do not understand these two um, sides of trading, of art and science? What happens essentially is that they always apply it as art, or they always apply it to science, right? So for example, you can have somebody who has some sort of interpretation on a daily basis without rules. So you can say, let's say there's a trader that comes in and says, not you specifically, of course, you you are different. I'm talking about all the others. But let's say there's a trader out there that says, you know what? I'm going to come in every day. I'm going to see what the market does. And according to that, I'll decide what to do. Well, that's 100% artistic maybe, but it doesn't have any signs to it because every day you kind of change the rules of how you do things and they're not written in stone. So, you know, maybe you're lacking risk management, maybe you're lacking rules where exactly to go in and you're trying to get things based on a a, a gut feeling, which is really great when you paint a picture, go with your gut. It's really bad when, you know, it's... um, when it has to do with the market and intuition. And then, you know, there are those who think it's a complete science, which is all numbers, right? So if they build a method, and that method, you know, has some sort of a proof in numbers, it will always work. And that's not the case either. Even if you look at algorithms, or HFTs, or anything of that sort where programming requires at the end of the day, a human has to put input for the machine, you know, to to perform. And I don't mean perform in terms of um, you know perf- performance. I mean perform in terms of buying and selling. So there's a human out there that puts that input into the machine. Even even in artificial intelligence, you still have to tell a machine how to think. So there's always a human element out there when it has to do with that, right? So if you come from a school of only science and you think this is just a numbers game, you're going to be very, well, I would say very unpleasantly surprised of how markets change their structure once in a while. And again, this is all due to human behavior and crowd behavior changes. So in conclusion... My recommendation to every trader out there is to think about how, where they want to be the artist in the trading, where they develop the rules, where they learn about themselves, where they apply the art of charting, and then after that, turning into a science and basically going by it, right? Developing the discipline to treat it as rules and go with those rules once you have these two elements combined into your trading, I truly believe that you will have a totally different outlook, right? So that's my outlook of art and science. Plugging in a little bit for our trading platform here, if you're looking for a solid platform that has everything you need in terms of execution, charts, dome, order execution, um, and has great visual display, which really comes with maybe the art side of the business, I really recommend trying out Optimus Flow. It's a good platform. It's fast. We have a number of data feeds that we can plug into it, including Rhythmix, CQG. We now also have for Forex trading Oanda. And so basically you can have access to many markets out there. That's basically it for my Optimist plug. And I'm just going to remind all of you that I'm a licensed futures broker and I have a strong fiduciary responsibility to tell you that futures trading is very risky. There's a substantial risk of loss in futures trading. Past performance is not indicative of future results. I highly, highly recommend to trade only with risk capital. Don't put or sacrifice capital you cannot afford to lose highly recommended and that's basically it i wish you a good trading week please get in touch w- in touch with us we'd love to earn your business you can go to our site it's www.optimusfutures.com you can also call us it's 800 771 6748 local is 561 367 8686 we answer any futures trading related questions technology questions, account questions, or anything else that you need help with. Again, I wish you a fantastic week, and I'll see you on Friday.
0: Thank you for listening to the Optimist Futures podcast. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. You can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Google+, all under the username Optimist Futures. If you have any questions, feel free to send us an email to support at optimistfutures.com or give us a call directly at 561-367-8686 or toll free at 1-800-771-6748. Once again, thank you for listening to the Optimist Futures Podcast. Please remember that this matter should be viewed as a solicitation to trade. Trading futures and options involves substantial risk of loss, and is not suitable for all investors. Past performance is not necessarily indicative of future results. You should therefore carefully consider whether such trading is suitable for you in light of your financial condition. Optimus Futures LLC is not affiliated with, nor does it endorse any trading system, methodologies, newsletter, or similar service. We urge you to conduct your own due diligence.